if you are located outside of the European Union, the United Kingdom and or Switzerland, then you need an authorized representative. So I have a good news, you have found it with Easy Medical Device. And if you are also in need of an importer in Europe and in Switzerland, then contact us definitely at info at easymedicaldevice.com. I-N-F-O at easymedicaldevice.com and I'm sure we can help you. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy Podcast. I am Munir Alazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standards today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Lazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today we will talk about software as medical device. I mean, I've told you before, we have a lot of topics about software as medical device. And this time we'll talk about agile from waterfall to agile, but mainly agile methodology for development of software. And for that, I have with me a company called Iron Rooster, and I have with me Attila and Benz from Iron Rooster that will help us. So Attila, Benz, welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Hi, Manu. Thanks for having us. Great. So um, Attila, Benz, uh, can we have a small introduction of yourself? Uh, so to have a better understanding of who you are, what you, what you, what you are doing exactly, and then we can move, move uh, forward to the topics. For sure. Uh... You can see our names uh, on the screen. So I'm Attila, uh, this is Benza. I have been with the Iron Rooster for, oh gosh, more than 12 years now. Okay. And I have climbed uh, pretty much uh, every step of the ladder from manual tester to the current position of uh, head of quality and uh, regulatory uh, affairs. Along the way, I was lucky enough to touch uh, everything from leading testing teams, uh, project management, uh, requirement engineering, and I do take great pride in leading a team of uh, five, now six uh, people from the regulatory field. And we do our best to serve our customers in maintaining, creating, and uh, optimizing their quality management systems as uh, clients. Great. And you, Benz? Uh, yeah, Benz, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm missing Attila. Yeah, and you, Benz? Yeah, uh, I'm with Iron Rooster uh, for two years now. And actually, I started as a technical writer, but uh, quickly I learned that, well, the project management field is something I would like to uh, learn into. Uh, I would like to work in. So I started my journey and, uh, well, through continuously nagging my mentor here, Attila, uh, with all my questions about this field, Thank you very much for uh, for answering all those and uh, keeping your uh, keeping yourself calm. Uh, so through uh, continuously learning, I uh, developed into a project manager, and currently I'm working uh, working on medical devices, uh, a couple of products. Well, actually, we had a, we have a lot of products in the medical device field. Uh, we are working with uh, blood banking softwares uh, from collecting information through um, having the laboratories doing the uh, necessary tests uh, on the uh, blood samples. We cover everything with our softwares. 
Great. No, I mean, um, great. Apparently, yeah, there is a great development and uh, and uh, yeah, knowledge on the team, which is really really great. Um, and as we said, so mainly the idea of today is to talk about uh, about certain development methodology. We have already talked about uh, agile in a previous a previous podcast, but here we'll specifically uh, look at uh, that for software. Uh, because mainly we have some companies that are now moving to software. We have also a lot. I mean, it's still a, a small, p, a small portion in comparison to the rest of the medical devices. We have a lot now of development that are ongoing for software as medical device because it's a, a thing that is now booming with artificial intelligence and everything. So yeah, so the development of a software I think is really a, a key element that the companies have to understand and have to optimize as much as possible so that they can get a, a good software. But um, on the title, as we said, we will talk about Agile. Um, again, for people maybe that are coming and say, what, what is mainly Agile? What are we talking about? So can we have a small, maybe um, like a, for a five years old person, what is what uh, for a five years old child, what, what is Agile? What, what, what can we understand from Agile and how we will need to use that mainly? Well, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, basically Agile is meant to answer the, uh, uh, meant to be an answer to the issues uh, created by the, uh, by the quick change of the IT field and the uh, constantly changing requirements on the IT field. Uh, before that, the um, waterfall Mm, waterfall methodology was created as a step-by-step procedure and looked through uh, looked at, looked to the procedures as a as a as a constantly mm, as a process that we go through step by step. Exactly. But uh, but this kind of methodology cannot uh, implement the changes that will surely come. Uh, during uh, developing a software so this is why agile was born and agile was created and basically it's kind of a waterfall in smaller chunks so uh, what agile is doing is uh, letting companies implement the necessary uh, changes in the processes um, according to the uh, changing requirements so you so mainly when we talk about agile what we from what we what you've said mainly what we have to understand is that when you have a physical product making coming back and making changes is a bit difficult because it's a physical product but when you have a software it's like maybe changing a small piece of code coming back and testing verifying that everything is fine and moving forward etc and you can again change and move forward so i suppose this is a methodology, as you said, a small chunk of of, of waterfall for agile is, is just to make it more agile, as they are talking about, to make it more easy to uh, to um, to to change, if I can say, all, all this. And and it's good that you talk about waterfall because mainly this is also something a lot of people are understanding now. Waterfall. Um, so is is this mainly? I mean, um, when you talk about agile, do you think agile is specifically for software, or it can also work for hardware also, or Actually, it can work for anything. So you can build homes in Agile okay. if you want. Um, it's important to say that even that Agile is, everything can be worked in as Agile. 
but not everything must be worked in agile. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and for you, Attila? <clears throat> Sorry, uh, I just uh, realized that uh, if you set the hardware word in parallel with uh, the software word, obvious differences uh, will emerge. There are certain industries where agile is just not an option. You cannot build a house uh, in you know weekly portions without planning ahead where your appliances go, where your pipes go, those sort of things. But uh, software development and uh, and especially the medical software development is a bit of a funny area because uh, the industry itself, uh, the IT world is changing at a, at a scary pace, but. Uh, the users of medical devices, uh, hospitals and health centers are not always the most well-funded places. So they are sort of forced into a situation where outdated equipment needs to be operated using the latest uh, technologies uh, provided by uh, software and uh, algorithms and all those, all those things you hear about. But... Uh, Back in the day when waterfall was the fashionable method, our end users, uh, as I look back 10, 50, year, 50 years, were not as quick as uh, taking up the pace of changes because they also had to go through their own validations. They had to do beta testing. They had to do training. So their goal was to make these uh, overhead-like uh, activities as uh, rare and as quick as possible. So if you have a release uh, every second week, that can have a, uh, an unwanted effect at the client side. So that's another aspect that needs to be taken into consideration when you are doing uh, uh, agile or trying to figure out your uh, development process. What are the needs of your uh, customers? Plus, uh, what is the best, most effective, most safe way to create your product? There's, there's, there's a balance which must be found. So is there, um, when we talk about Agile, are we talking about certain type of systems that are used to create Agile, um, agile processes? Or is it something like um, there is one way to do it or there is many ways to do it? Or how, how do you think about that? Actually, there are like 100 ways to do that. So <laughs> Agile is a, is, a, is a methodology and there are a couple of frameworks you can, you can use. And uh, in the medical device field, I know that they uh, they use uh, extreme programming, for example. They use the agile V V model to they they actually have a, um, it's a registered trademark MedSpice. It's called okay. M, no M Spice. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, it's a registered tra uh, trademark. It's a framework that you can use to. Uh, manage your processes uh, in software development for medical device. Okay. So there are a couple of examples that you can use. Exactly. And um, so, uh, for example, as, as we said, we have now a lot of development for software as medical devices, but we have, as I mentioned before, a big chunk of companies that are still in the hardware part and they are starting to move also to the software as medical devices. Uh, I have a lot of companies that are, for example, having some pumps for uh, medical pumps or whatever, and they are now starting to build some um, mobile applications to uh, verify control or whatever of the pump, uh, etc. So they are also trying to move to this to this trend to have an application for mobile, etc. So, um, what is the main difference here now for those companies when they will be starting to move to this? 
um, what are the, if I can say the kind of advice you can tell them that, or your advantage or disadvantage for them to be like a company from hardware and move to then software? Broad area. <laughs> I mean, we are living in a world where you may not be able to turn on your lights because the light bulb is doing a firmware update. So <laughs> there is no way getting around software, that's for sure. And the, the key point is uh, making sure that you classify your software based on the risks it brings to your processes, your uh, clients, or your target audience. So when, well, we have in the past, we have seen them uh, both ways, whether it's a hardware company moving into the world of uh, software because they want to bundle their uh, product with systems supporting the use of those products. Or we have seen companies moving from the non-medical fields into medical fields because simply because of the reason that uh, the health industry is, is booming. It's, it's a steady industry. People are always going to be, uh, well, sick exactly. <laughs> or trying to remain as healthy as possible. So there is no uh, losing out if you come into this world. But uh, the regulations are uh, first and foremost are a factor that is far more uh, strict in this area because uh, the most valuable uh, bit of our life is our life that needs to be protected through uh, traceability, safe processes, safe manufacturing processes, and as well as products. And some of those industry, industries uh, need to be prepared uh, for the added uh, scrutiny. If you are coming from the hardware side, there are uh, various obvious uh, medical device specific uh, activities and aspects that uh, do not apply, like uh, sterilization or uh, shipment or logistics or scrap materials, uh, those sort of things. But uh, there are just as many uh, new things to become familiar with. There is a heightened uh, dependence on cybersecurity, uh, data management systems. But on the flip side, your manufacturing processes and setting up your manufacturing environment becomes a whole lot easier because you don't have to have your factories, you, have to, you don't have to have your uh, production lines. You can just sit down with a laptop uh, that you buy in your nearest shop and you have your manufacturing uh, plant ready to go. Exactly. I mean, there are, there are also a lot of, of things that uh, were difficult. I mean, I, I have helped a comp companies moving, I mean, uh, working on the medical uh, device field, uh, software as medical device. And uh, for example, we have procedures to have an infrastructure. So they are always think, oh, I have no machine, etc. But I say, do you have a server? Do you have your computers? Do you have an environment? So there is a lot of things that we have to use common sense also and flip if I can say on, their, on our head to say yeah we are not talking here about as you said your your CNC machine normally for milling things is now your computer for example so it's mainly the, the, the thing that uh, people have to understand and what are the specifications for using your software and and all this and many this is things that uh, that have to be uh, to be discussed and also for example if you are using a a supplier, external supplier for like AWS or uh, for for storing your data or this kind of thing. So all this has to be also taken into account. And this is things that maybe can be also a, a big change in the head of those uh, hardware companies. They are moving really also to uh, to software. Um, any other thing here on the difference, maybe from your side, um, uh, Benz? 
Well, there are a couple of differences, a uh, couple of issues you need to solve if you are moving to, uh, to the software field. But uh, what I would highlight is uh, what Attila already mentioned. Uh, the regulations for, uh, for, for medical softwares are kind of outdated and kind of hardware based. And it's because in the old times when people lived in caves, uh, <laughs> medical devices were hardware and software were not, uh, was not there. But uh, now software is there, as Attila mentioned, if you trying to make some light in the room, maybe if you won't turn off because of the firmware update. Well, in the software industry, this outdated regulations, it's, uh, it's, it's actually fully okay, because the main reason for this is that the key is safety, and we are talking about human lives. So this is why regulations change so slow, because it's meant to protect human lives. And in the software industry, this could cause a lot of headaches. I mean, your software and the software you are building and uh, the, the requirements that your software needs to uh, apply to is more developed, so to say, than the regulations. So sometimes you need to use your common sense and use a lot of justifications to provide the necessary uh, evidence for uh, for the regulatory um, regulatory companies like uh, FDA uh, that your that that your software is actually uh, okay to use in a medical field. Exactly, and um, so as as we said, so we can compare also now what is happening also on the on the, for example, the car industry where we move from electrical, um, from um, uh, thermic engine to electrical engine. So we have a, like those those big companies that were good for thermic engine have now to rethink everything on, on that. So um, do you see other challenges for those companies that are transitioning? Something maybe in terms of skills of people or mindset or this kind of thing? Most certainly. Uh, our company is... Uh well, 20 years old this year. So we have been around uh, for quite a long time. We have seen uh, the beginning of uh, the medical industry booming in the software world. And uh, you know, coming from Waterfall to Agile, we did go through that process ourselves. And one of the biggest challenges was making sure that uh, our people understand the change in uh, roles, responsibilities, team structure, reporting uh, cues and uh, mindset that comes with this change. The, the biggest challenges was not to make sure that uh, our clients who rely on us uh, from the IT knowledge aspect can be convinced that, uh, you know, going with the changes of the world, we will be able to provide with them with uh, better services, faster rep response time, higher quality, uh, fewer changes or more responsiveness uh, to changes but it was trying to make sure that our teams use the new resources available uh, through these methodologies back in the day you had to plan everything you had sometimes for years and get those plans uh, reviewed and approved then create your designs 
then uh, the actual coding could start uh, based on those designed designs and uh, none of these uh, past phases could have been updated because it would have meant uh, a serious uh, replanning uh, and restart nowadays with the shortened uh, development phases sometimes uh, went down to months even weeks it's it's a, it's a much more uh, rapid process Hey, just a second. Do you need an EU, Swiss or UK representative? Then choose Easy Medical Device. We can represent you and also become your importer. Contact us at eo at easymedicaldevice.com. Exactly, yeah. Um, so um, as you talked about resources and, and everything, so um, if, if, if I want tomorrow to start... Um, First, should I, I mean, should I, uh, is there a lot of investment to do to move to this field? Is there a lot of investments of people? So, for example, what kind of person I should have on the team to help on this? As you said, you you were climbing, if I can say, the ladder. So you had a lot of maybe experience. So um, is, is, it, is it easy also to, to really move by itself or it's maybe better also to use some Uh, external companies to help you to move on that on that field so what are the resources what are the the maybe the training also available for companies to really do this uh, this exercise here it's very easy uh, you can hire us <laughs> great but if you want to go a different route yeah uh, you have to make sure that uh, your team is set up for set up of uh, people with a wide range of skills starting from uh, IT, from infrastructure, from software development, project management, technical support. You need your quality and regulatory people. And uh, just as important, not always uh, a built-in team member, but uh, in the form of consultants or external support, you definitely need people who know the industry. Uh, that's, that's the team structure, roles and responsibilities side, uh, but there is always uh, other resources. Yeah, well, actually what I wanted to say, because we are talking about Agile and Agile in the medical device field, uh, what we surely need to understand is that Agile does not mean uh, I can do anything I want, anytime I want, with no documentation at all. This is just pure chaos. This is not Agile, not even close. And well, <laughs> it leads to uh, not that quality software. And in the medical field, you cannot do that. And what I would highlight as, a, as an additional team member when starting a software project in the medical device field would be uh, a consultant from the auditor side of things. And by that, I mean that uh, as a company, you should just sit down with these people and discuss the whole uh, regulatory requirement list, so to say, truly. And this will take probably weeks, if not months, but, but take your time. So you need to understand why uh, these requirements are there. Each and every requirement uh, from the FDA has a reason to be there. And if you understand the reason, you can map your uh, agile processes uh, to these requirements. And this will make your journey in this magical field a lot more easier. Okay. And um, if, if, for example, I have some people on my team that maybe want to move to 
uh, this field in terms of also training. So is there some specific training that exists or like a reputed training for um for uh, moving on that on that direction or something if you see a cv with this kind of certification or training or, or things it's like oh this guy sh should know what he's talking about uh it's hard to give an exact example uh, without turning this into advertising for other companies <laughs> but uh <sighs> The biggest problem is that uh, it's pretty much a case-by-case -case situation. Uh, you have to be aware of your uh, starting resources, depending on the maturity of your team, their previous experience, the uh, complexity of your product, your clients' limitations or uh, requirements. You have to decide for yourself whether the best route is to go down the way of watching a bunch of YouTube videos uh, for free or apply for some dedicated uh, education tool like <coughs> Pluralsight or uh, <laughs> other examples. Or maybe it's best to identify some local or maybe internationally available dedicated training uh, company who uh, who are snipers of the uh, area you are interested to learn. And the same goes for uh, tools, uh, software equipment as well, right? Uh, yeah, but keep in mind that you need training and uh, and and uh, I don't know a learning pattern or something. Experience, like that. yeah, some experience also. Yeah, and uh, what I want to say is that you need that, especially for your case, because there are a couple of guidelines, uh, case studies, and everything in uh, how to develop a software in medical field. Yeah, there are, but. When I read those, my question was always that, okay, how does this apply to my situation? What should I do in my situation? So what you need to know is uh, what your company do. So if you are working in Scrum, do not turn into, I don't know, the a AV model or, or anything like that. Do medical device uh, development in Scrum, but but yeah. turn the so do these trainings Attila mentioned do the investigation and everything about this field and after that turn every knowledge piece to your uh, exact situation and and we hear a lot about this uh, this thing like scrum kanban what what is that exactly is it a type of agile methodology or what, what is what is this exactly these are frameworks so for example scrum is a framework it provides you a couple of uh, how to say, tools uh, to manage your project. And it has a strict uh, rule set, so to say. And it's kind of funny that Agile meant to be so uh, uh, flexible. Yeah, Agile meant to be so flexible. And yet uh, a Scrum framework, which is Agile methodology, it has strict rules and if you do not apply to these rules your uh, processes will probably be not that uh, not that great and your uh, and the quality of the software will be the uh, 
at the at the bad end of this <laughs> so, yeah i i i think i think yeah you you're right sometimes people like flexibility because it helps them move forward but some some people or some companies say no no we need to have strict rules otherwise everybody will go in different directions etc so then it's also this kind of thing that uh, is important to 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 understand also yeah there there, there are some agile methodology that are really strict also so it's uh, it's something important and important there um anything else for in terms of resources mm -hmm. Or tools, maybe. Uh, well, there is no cheat sheet, <laughs> yeah. like I hope we proved. But uh, mm -hmm. there are uh, free online tools that can uh, get you off the starting block. You can hardly go wrong with the big players. I mean, if you reach out to Atlassian or AWS and start investing, understanding how they work, what they do that is going to give you a very strong and uh, solid background. They have all the tools uh, that has been used and tested for decades, and they have the knowledge, the regulatory uh, support to help your infrastructure to be built up uh, as fast as possible, but they can be pricey. So know your resources, know your limitations, know your audience, and you will sure, uh, if not find a way for find uh, the perfect solution uh, for the first time, but uh, make sure that you are ready to fail. Make sure you fail early. So it is going to be the least amount of pain uh, to go through the first few uh, bad choices and identify the perfect one. Yeah, and one more thing to mention as uh, in this topic that uh, maybe this uh, advertisement can be here. I mean. FDA uh, published a guideline to uh, agile software development. You, every, anybody can buy it from FDA actually, and it's a great start for uh, for creating uh, an agile um, process, uh, creating your agile processes in this field. Exactly, and uh, yeah, as we said, so there, there is a, there is a possibility for for those companies to create their processes by themselves, having their people, etc. Um, but there are also uh, mainly the possibility to hire directly companies that have already this this knowledge and that can accelerate uh, this transition. Uh, and I think Iron Rooster is one of those. So can you tell us more about Iron Rooster and uh, how you can help the audience maybe if they are needing some support here? Yes, that's what we heard as well. <coughs> uh, luckily, I had the chance to see it firsthand. So uh, it is it is true. Our, our company has been around uh, for 20 years and during that time uh, we did touch an awful lot of clients uh, in an awful lot of parts of the world because uh, software, as we've mentioned earlier, is uh, not a localized uh, industry. But uh, we ended up focusing in the software as a medical device uh, sub-industry and we are aiming mainly for uh, the US market and there we do uh, outsourcing activities as well as, well as uh, consultancy. And our structure allows us to uh, you know, market these skills uh, as a package or separately as focusing on uh, project management aspects, uh, trying to help companies with their testing needs or giving advice on quality and regulatory uh, activities as much as uh, providing technical support uh, activities for people who need those. So I believe there is a wide range of uh, services that can be uh, harnessed if you uh, need a skill set of uh, our team members. 
Well, right. uh, what I would like to add from the uh, research and development side. Uh, oh yeah, there are those people too. <laughs> <laughs> we have a wide range of uh, technical skill set, and by that I mean uh, we have from from C programming languages to Java. Uh, we we cover everything. And uh, also our developers, since the company is working in uh, medical device field for 20 years, we have uh, highly experienced uh, developers who, who are not just great in developing software, they are uh, really, really great in uh, seeing the business logic behind it for a medical device. Okay. So, so that's important that you don't you you are not only looking at the code, you are looking at a system, and in, in that system provides a medical um, medical sort of device. Yeah, yeah, that's the good word for that. No medical problem. Sort of device. Yeah. Uh, so, so mainly, yeah. Uh, um, if people have a need for support in terms of creation of software or helping in terms of uh the 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 the, dev the development and also the the submission if i can sell the those software i mean i suppose iron Rooster is the right company to to contact there uh so where where can they follow up with you what, what is your website maybe for people to hear that and maybe to go directly on the on their browser to look at it most of the contact information uh, is going to be available uh, together with the link to this podcast. Uh, but to make sure that uh, ironrooster.io is uh, in the memory of people, let's say that twice, ironrooster.io. Okay. That and is a landing page where you will see uh, what sort of services we provide, uh, a little introduction of the company history and uh, our most prolific team members as well. Just just maybe a question, another question. So. Aaron Rooster, why do you know why this name? Do you know if there is a story behind or if uh, there is something that uh, people can remind also? <laughs> it is a, a local story, actually. Uh, here in Jer, we are a Hungary-based uh, company. Okay. Uh, and uh, our CEO is, is from the States. Uh, that's how we uh, managed to be productive on both sides of the big pond. And uh, one of the local stories is about a rooster who is uh, standing up on uh, one of the uh, highest points of the city. Okay. And uh, as history goes, uh, during the uh, old days when I think it was the Turkish uh, who Ottomans. were about to invade us and uh, help me out, Benza, I rooster scared them away. Uh, no, the story goes like the iron rooster had to scream and in the morning so they will start to attack i don't even know it's a <laughs> it's a kind of historical uh story and actually i heard like three different versions from that it is definitely closer to a fairy tale it's a legend fact. yeah <laughs> but it's great 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 to, to to know that because yeah i i, I heard this name the first time i said why did you choose this name it has nothing to do with software with the development ethics so great great to hear the the, the, the uh, legend. hidden agenda i'm afraid uh, our company name uh, original company name is something that's very hard to pronounce for english-speaking people so uh, a few years ago, when we decided to focus uh, more on the uh, American market, uh, we decided to come up with, the, with a brand that's uh, easily recognizable as well as pronounceable. 
Okay, no, it's great. I mean, great strategy, so good. So, so uh, anyway, <laughs> I will place all the information uh, on the show notes. So if you want to go and see um, all the LinkedIn pages or of uh, Iron Rooster or also of Attila and Ben, so you can go there. Uh, we'll place also the website and, and everything. So don't hesitate to contact also Iron Rooster if there is any questions or, uh, yeah, on this episode mainly or if you need any support for the development of your, of your software in the future. Okay, so Attila, Ben, it was really a pleasure to have you and I really thank you for, for, for all the information provided. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank Hopefully, you. Hopefully, see you soon. See you thank soon. Thank you very much. You. See you soon. Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also, don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much. <laughs>